Hi, I'm Leslie Russell, and I'm the founder and president of Next Generation Ministries Independent Learning Academy, which is now evolving into Equip 210. And I'm so excited for our new podcast, which is Reinventing Education with Leaders and Visionaries. So turn up the volume, come on in, because we are in the middle of an incredible educational revolution and so excited to be a part of it. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. Please welcome Bree Medina. She is such an amazing leader and visionary, and she is stepping into the director role of our first Equip 210 campus in San Diego County. We are going to be in Ramona at Happy Hens Farm. It's just going to be so incredible. We can't wait to get more into that. Um, but we just wanted to have this time with Bree because she really comes from a, an interesting background, having been a teacher in the public education system and really learning about, uh, you know, her time there and then transitioning out and into homeschooling and her reasons for doing that, what it's been like. So welcome, Bree, to the show. Thank you for having me. And we would just love to hear from you, just like what your experience being in public education, what what grades you taught, um, how it changed over time that kind of led you into exiting and what it's been like homeschooling. Uh, that would just be great just to kind of get into it right now. Absolutely. Um, so there's definitely many layers to my public education experience. It started in the very beginning when I took on a security position at a high school. I did that about five years and worked directly with our uh, resource officers, so law enforcement administration. And um, I wasn't so much of in the classroom with education, but I did get to see the security side of things and see more or less the dangers and what our high school students are really subject to every day and just trying to create that secure campus for safety. And so launching forward, I started at a private non-public special education school. And um, I was there for about seven years, really built a strong foundation in just being able to support the child behaviorally. And so that really kind of took the forefront um, of learning that foundational skill. And so when I started thinking about going into the public school system, a lot of my colleagues said, oh, it's different, Brie, just get ready. Like you're, you're gonna find out. And um, we actually had colleagues that had gone into public education and actually came back to the school because of their experiences. So once I launched into the public school realm, I got to learn firsthand what they were talking about in terms of special ed. Um, as a teacher, I always was the person that was an advocate for the student first. It was like, it was about the child centered first and um, thinking about the school as a whole second. And so taking that role of advocating for my students, unfortunately in times I felt like I was, I was fighting against just trying to get their needs met. And so I would see things I would advocate and yet I was told, we have to wait, we have to wait, we have to wait. And that's actually why I left special education. Um, my, my spirit and the ethics there, that definitely wasn't a match. And I felt that I, was, I wasn't able to get my, my students' needs met because I was waiting on someone else to be able to do their job, so to speak. So launching into gen ed, um, it was a lot of fun. I did second grade for two years. 
and got to kind of see life from a different angle out of special ed into gen ed. And there was a lot of different things that I didn't expect in terms of um, what was being supported at that point in terms of looking at the whole student. And so that really just kind of put me on a different trajectory. And so public education was no longer in my future. It was not going to be in my children's future. I have two, two little guys, six and four. And I just knew that God was calling me to do something else. And so he, he called me to come back home, which was in my prayers. And now that I'm home and doing homeschooling, it's my first year. Um, it, it was definitely the right decision that God was calling me to. Oh, that's so good. Thank you for you know sharing that. So what, um, tell me like the things, uh, cause I remember I've been homeschooling for 22 years and I used to be, um, I had my master's in education. I was a public school, uh, middle school teacher outside of New York. And I remember, uh, having children and then starting to homeschool and it was so different in just like the different pace. And it was, there were a lot of things that I really appreciated about homeschooling and, and just like a different mindset. I had to like reset my mind with, with certain things. What about you? Like, what has this year been for you in transitioning? Um, and that, you know, how could you kind of like maybe give like the recommendation to families or even teachers who are like looking to take that same step that you, that you took? Mm-hmm. Definitely coming to homeschooling. There's, like you said, there's, you kind of have to relearn things. I feel like in terms of um, the structure of the classroom, you know, it's a one size fits all in terms of public education and being able to come home and look at my children and go, they don't fit in these boxes that I've had to put children into um, just based on how the system was created and having to unlearn those patterns and those ways of thinking it had to happen to be able to support my children. And the fact that I get to tailor their learning to their specific learning styles and their specific interests, and I get to pour God into them every single day, which I couldn't do that in the public realm. Um, I mean, you can be as nice as you can be all day and, and carry those fruits of the spirit, but you couldn't verbally connect that with the children. And so being able to just bring the whole picture and the whole child into the home, it's a beautiful unraveling. Wow, that's really beautiful. You said some things there that I definitely want to talk more about. So what would you what would you say like to someone to a teacher who is like looking to, you know, to step out and to start, you know, to make that step into more of an alternate education homeschool hybrid? Uh, model? What would you say to a teacher who's just like undecided with that? Any recommendations, anything that helped you in like finalizing that decision? Yes. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing is stepping out in faith and Mm -hmm. seeking God in prayer. Um, Because if your heart is attuned in a different direction and and you are just not being fed where you are and and, in your full capacity, you need to just step out in faith. And, and realize that there is a different direction. There is a different way of doing things. And if God's leading you to it, he's going to walk you through it. And just yeah. start talking and collaborating with other people that are doing this journey too, that you can do it side by side, or they can come in as a mentor to you and walk you through this process. Because it is doable. Um, there's a lot of creativity and different aspects of things, but it's finding what God is calling you to do and then find that community and start building out. Okay. Oh, that sounds so great. 
Well, I'm so excited to have you. And I know you and I met at this big homeschool expo during COVID um, in, it was like the Carlsbad or Oceanside area. And we've been friends ever since, just really looking for that opportunity of where we would uh, start a campus, right? A start a campus together. And in that, uh, it's just really seeing how uh, Independent Learning Academy has evolved into Equip 210 and how we're now launching campus in San Diego County at Happy Hens Farm and that you are the are the director of that. So can you just share a little bit on your heart? Um, you know, you had said something regarding, you know, at school, when you were a public school teacher, you could have, you know, you could be kind and definitely be exuding those types of, you know, you know, fruit of the spirit that we want to be doing and being that bright light, but not being able to actually share and talk about Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and uh, being able to pour that into our children. And that is like the focal point of Equip 210 is that children know that they are his masterpiece, that they uh, that, that they have a purpose that God has called them to, that their identity is in Christ. So can you just share like your heart and what you're looking to do at this amazing location and this amazing um, movement, um, the things that you have just thought about um, that we've had conversations of? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The way that God has orchestrated all of this, I mean, glory to him, number one. <laughs> and um, he definitely moves beyond just your own wildest dreams. And so his hand is definitely upon it. So with happy hands, it just gives that whole coming back to God's creation component. I mean, visually, just the area, you're looking at mountains, you're looking at fields, you're watching these hens that are producing organic, nutrient-rich eggs. They, they just have acres upon acres uh, to roam. And there's something that's so humbling in that of just being able to watch um, what God has created for us that we kind of, in many aspects, we've forgotten that he's given this to us. And um, so through Equip 210 at Happy Hens, we're going to get kids back to God's creation. It's going to be in their lens of where they're looking. Um, we're going to be able to put in that why behind everything. And gosh, my vision is just, I just want mm-hmm. these kids to understand who they are in Christ, what he's called them to be, that he is not the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. And just to pour into that passion for them. And so that they come out just ready to tackle the world and what God has called them to do. And another component of it is we're building our community. I keep coming back to this area of community. It's like, we need each other. He's called us to live in community and fellowship with one another. And our kids need that with, with the same equally yoked children that they're around and also the families that are pouring into them. So it's full circle. It's like, we might be doing the same day out on the farm, but in reality, we're doing life together in, in all the other areas that are important. Wow, that's really powerful. I loved everything that you said there. And then we really are raising children up to be world reformers and world changers. And it starts with them being little and hearing um, how much God loves them and being able to sit with God and hear from God and be able to see creation, right? Um, mm-hmm. Through the creator. It's not like this creation in a vacuum of like, oh, that's beautiful. It's like, wow, look at the loving creator behind that. And you no, know, not only did he, you know, make all the super cool farm animals, right? That's so fun for children to see, but like he made me, right? That he made them uh and to be just in awe of everything that he does. So we're super excited to be able to to do that 
and to have you be a part of it. I know that there is an event depending on when you're listening to this podcast, but why don't you tell them a little bit of what's coming up in Ramona um, at the end of May? Yes, farm is definitely the theme in Ramona. <laughs> you have um, people that that love the land, work the land, and um, that come together and link arms. And so on, let's see, it is May 20th, Saturday. Yeah. They are doing a family farms expo in Ramona at the fairgrounds. It's going to be 1030 to 530. And it's just come out, come out. We're going to have a booth there. We'll be in the poultry section. And, um, you know, it's just looking at life through a different lens. And I really think being on the ground in the community and feeling the pulse and seeing what's being done in Ramona, there are amazing, amazing opportunities happening out there and just come in and, and just come feel the difference. Yeah. So that's so awesome. So this, we're going to be launching this campus fall 2024. So that's a year from this September, and it's going to be kindergarten through sixth grade. But we um, don't think that, okay, I'll just like put this off and wait like a whole year and then get involved. Like you can get involved now. So you'll be able to see our website. We're at equip210.com. Also, Bree's email address is Bree, um, it would be B Medina, M-E-D-I-N-A at equip210.com. And we will have that and information uh, for you. And you can reach out to Bree. Uh, you can connect with us through our website. But if you are a teacher listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm all over this. Like, I'm so excited. I want to be a part of this. You're going to want to reach out to Bree. Uh, if you're a family and you're like, oh my goodness, this is like my kids would just completely like be so happy being educated and being able to go to a farm um, three days a week. So this is going to be a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday program, all three days of uh, two days of core and then kingdom equipping, uh, kingdom equipping them uh, with all kinds of things, agricultural classes, art classes, um, faith-based classes, Bible classes. It's going to be incredible music classes. So we can't wait to have you be a part of it. And I'm just so excited that we were able to meet Bree today. Anything in closing, Bree, that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, yes. Um, in addition to kindergarten through six, we're also going to offer TK. And so for those littles and um, really, honestly, this is, this is a family calling. And so talking to the mamas right now and the teachers that are wanting to pour into kids, um, this is a family affair. So it's, it's come pour into other kids as a teacher, bring your family with you and let's bless this together. So I'm just, I'm beyond excited to see how this is, this is all unfolding. So great. Okay. Can't wait to get started. Thanks for listening, everyone, today, and we will see you on the next episode of Reinventing Education with Leaders and Visionaries.